I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello, Australia. Welcome to My Millennial Money Express. Glenn James here. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening. It's been a little while between drinks, but I'm back uh, with a brief Express episode. I did get it out of control a little bit and some of those episodes got a bit long, but we'll keep this to well under 15 minutes. Now, I've got Phil Thompson joining me. Phil, you did an episode with me on My Millennial Money recently about insurance uh, and the episode number is 414 and 414B. Phil, there are some changes coming up on income protection later in this year. We didn't get to it, you know, in a succinct way on those episodes. You're a financial advisor. You're a risk specialist. You help a lot of M3 listeners. Welcome back to M3X, firstly. Thanks, mate. And secondly, what are the high-level changes to income protection that are happening in October 21? Yeah. First thing, I guess, to say is these aren't locked in place. Well, what are we recording on the 29th of April is when we were recording and APRA, the regulator who are making these adjustments, haven't come out and finalised everything, nor have the insurance companies, you know, designed their products. Which is, you know, that's one issue within itself that APRA have come out and said, hey everyone, we're making big changes to income protection uh, and it will be against the law to issue policies based on the current terms. Uh, so, we'll let you know a bit later on what the exact changes are, but the high level what we know now, uh, I guess in layman's terms, someone who might not have income protection or someone who is considering income protection, what are the changes? How are they differing from current policies? Yeah. So, um, there's four major ones. So, the first one, currently at claim time, um, the insurance companies will determine your income at the time of claim. So, it doesn't matter how much your benefit is, it depends on what you're earning. So, good contracts will look back the last three years of income. So, that's really helpful for people on maternity leave, paternity leave, or if you're out of work for any period of time in the last 12 months. Now, moving forward from the 1st of October, they will only ever look back at your income in the last 12 months prior to that claim. So, that really sucks if you wanted to take leave without pay once COVID is over and travel the world for six months. And then if you had a claim, potentially you could be paying for a five grand monthly benefit, but because the last six months you haven't worked, you could only claim for $2,500. Exactly. Well, wow. that's, that's all the insurers will pay you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, in terms of the actual dollar amount when you go to claim, and this is just new to me as well, so I'm trying to understand this, there is no guarantee of the amount that you can claim for. You've got to be able to prove the earnings in the prior 12 months to claim. Exactly. Where yep. at the moment, um, if you had an agreed value policy, if you didn't work one day in the last 12 months, you'll be paid based on the agreed benefit. Yep. And similarly, if you didn't have an agreed benefit, 
you're saying at the moment, if you had a claim, they would look back, depending on the insurance company and product, yeah. two years or three years, the highest 12-month period within that time? Exactly. Yeah. So, if you're on 100K three years ago, 100K a year ago and on 50K this year, um, you'll get paid based on the $100,000. Right. Right. Okay. So, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, in my mind, that's probably one of the biggest yep. impacts on, on the changes. Next one. So, the next major change is the maximum benefit you're allowed is being reduced. So, at the moment, you can replace generally up to 75% of your income. Gross income, including super. Yes, exactly. Now, moving forward, they're capping that. So, for the first six months, it's going to be around the same. But then after six months, if you're still on claim, that claim benefit will re- be reduced. And- it's likely to be sitting at around 60% of your gross income to be replaced from six months until until you get off claim. So, do you think that we'll be able to still insure 75% of our income for the first six months on claim? Yeah. So, that's what it will be. So but then it will taper down. Then, yeah. Then it will drop. So, that if you're on- That sucks so much. Yeah. Because if I'm off work three years on a legitimate claim- I don't want my income to reduce yeah. while I'm on claim. Yeah, exactly. Because that's why I've got bloody insurance. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's another massive one that's Gosh. that's going to change. And and it really doesn't impact people who are on claim for three months, six months. There's no changes. Um, but for the long-term claims, um, if you've got an income protection policy that lasts till age 65 and you can never work again, well, that's a huge reduction in, in long-term benefits. And we will drop in before we get to point three and four. What's the reason that APRA came out and said we need to make these wholesale changes to disability income policies in Australia? Yeah, the major reason is based on profitability of insurance companies. Insurers are losing a lot of money on income protection. Now, ironically, they price their own products, so they they could become profitable, um, but they they haven't um, for a whole myriad of reasons, um, and so it's it's based on profitability. If insurers are losing billions of dollars a year after year, the APRA, the regulator, does not want to see that because there's nothing worse than an insurance company going bankrupt. So the the crude version of what you're saying is at current income protection products. They're too good, they're too favourable, yep. and insurance companies are bleeding because it's too easy to make a claim exactly. for the long term. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then obviously the government and the regulator have stepped in and say, look, we need a sustainable income protection product for this island called Australia. Yeah. And we need to actually put some rules in place. Yeah, they're just limiting the yep. benefits yep. Um, because premiums will, will go up. Mm. Um, and so they're they're going to say, well, if premiums go up and that pool of money reduces because people are cancelling their policies, we don't want that to happen. So we want to dial down the likelihood that you're going to use this product. And I guess it's important to say as well the reason why at the moment, like right at today, that you can't insure 100% of your income is because the government want incentive for people to return to work. Yeah. And the insurance company does as well. Totally. You don't want to be better off. Insurance isn't about getting rich. Mm. It's about protecting that downside. You know, if something happens, at least you've got some money there available. All right. We need to stop talking because this is an express episode, That's Phil. That's right. So, let's get to point three. On. All right. Point three is the contract terms are five years. So, currently, 
if you set up an income protection policy, the insurance company can never change that policy on you. If you have an individually um, individual contract where you are the contract holder, the insurance company, once they sign off and say, yep, yeah, we'll give you the cover, they will never change it. So realistically, if you've got a current policy set up through a financial advisor, you've got a retail income protection policy, yep. retail advised. So once that's locked and loaded, there can't be any changes. That's it. So if I'm a CPA accountant today, I'm getting one of the best premium rates and I have no health issues, no exclusions, loadings, happy days. If I then become a truck driver in five years' time, the insurance company will never change my policy. Yeah. I'll still be priced as a CPA accountant. Moving forward from 1 October, every five years, the insurance company will give you a call, send you an email and say, hey, you need to update your occupation rating. And so, if you do become a high risk occupation rating- The premium will change. Premiums will change and be adjusted. Now, they can't cancel your policy because of health issues. That's kind of what insurers have come out and flagged, that they're not going to adjust it based on your health changing over time. But if- if the insurer sends you a letter, sends you an email, says, can you update your occupation and you don't get back to them, well, guess what? They can cancel your policy. Yeah, that's right. Um, yep. Because that's their requirement. Yeah. So, that's that's a big change. Yeah. So, every five years, you need to update your circumstances with the insurance company. Exactly. Mm. Uh, and the fourth point, is there any good news to this conversation? <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest, the good news is get your in- income protection policy before this date. That's the only good news <laughs> yeah. is because any policy before 1 October that you sign up to that is, again, an individual policy and it'll be grandfathered. So, you'll still have the same benefits as you can sign up to. Yeah, because like my current income protection policy, it's level premium, it's agreed benefit. I'm taking that to the freaking grave because it's such a valuable policy to me. Yeah. And yeah, wow. Okay. Uh, The fourth one. Yeah, the last major change is the ability to claim is going to be much harder. Mm -hmm. So, they're just changing terms and conditions of a policy to say that uh, it's, it's no longer as easy to be on claim as an income protection holder. An example? I mean, there's there's lots of examples, but the, but there's some ancillary benefits, and and we talked on the main podcast about a client of mine who will get six months worth of income protection benefit because she's got cancer. Now, those type of features will no longer be available at all. So it's almost going back to this thing where if you've got an income protection policy, like from one October, and you've been working for twelve months and you have a legitimate claim, you'll get paid but you're not going to get as part of a special benefit on the policy, some unicorn tears and, you know, we'll fly your mother-in-law out to look after you and all this yeah, that's right. fluff that was um, that basically the insurance company sales department and the product team were putting onto these policies to make them rate better. Yep. And effectively, it just increased the price over time. Yeah, and there, money was leaving the insurance company. Yeah, there's a, there is a little bit of that, but there's also one of the things about the ability to claim is, um, and again, this is not um, you know legislated yet, and we you know, but an insurer came out and said that likely after the first two years of your claim, they the insurance company will change the definition of can you return to work bet- between can you go to your own job. Or can you go work anywhere else? Any other reasonable occupation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. so, that can be a really big impact where, you know, I can't be a self-employed financial planner because, you know, mental health conditions or, or whatever it is. Um, but I worked in a bakery when I was in high school mm. and because of anxiety, depression, stress, whatever it is, can't be an advisor. After two years of that claim, they can say, well, 
go work in a bakery. You're yeah. off claim. Yeah. So you still are a functioning person. Yeah. You can't work in that high pressure. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bloody bakers probably listening going, oh, you've got to work in my shop. But as an example, things are changing. Now, if you are listening to this after October, there's still things that you can do. We can increase uh, TPD cover to make sure you're protected. Yeah. But Phil, I'm hearing there are big changes, but we're not saying don't get income protection ever. We're just saying at this moment in time, if you are considering income protection- Get it now while the going's good. Yeah. If you've already got cover in place and you've set up your own individual policy, all good. Everything's grandfathered. Your policy's not going to change. What if you've got an income protection policy in your super fund that's a default cover, like we talked about on that episode, a group cover? Well, any any protection inside of your super is not your own. You don't own the contract at all. So, the insurance company and the super fund can determine to change those terms and conditions. So, normally every three to five years, those contracts get renegotiated um, and the premiums might go up then. Um, but my view, and again, this you know, it's not all legislated, but my view is those new contracts will roll into that super environment. So, what that means is if you've got, even if it's not default and you've elected more cover through your super fund, uh, you'll still be rolled into the new contracts when when the super fund negotiates that new contract with the insurance company. Yeah, awesome. All right, everyone, winter is coming, changes are coming. Now, if you've already got an income protection policy, go back to your advisor and ask them how this affects me yep. and just do a pulse check. Um, if you don't have an income protection policy and you are eligible to get one, like you are working, you are earning a good income, you're healthy and all that stuff and you just haven't got around to it, I need you to get your skates on because we want you to have the good quality cover while it's available. Yeah. Now, you can go to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help or there's a link in the show notes and um, what's your capacity like at the moment, Phil? Yeah, we can take on new clients but please don't give me a call on the 25th of September and say, get us an income protection policy because that will almost be impossible. Yeah, okay. Get moving, everyone and we'll do another episode to update once we know the details Yeah. and yeah, we'll go from there. All right, friends, and all, also thanks for listening and um, reach out in the Facebook group if you've got any other questions and I'll tag Phil and he can uh, answer them. Cool, Wayne. Thanks, Phil. See you, mate. Thanks. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.